Welcome in to the Motocar Marketplace podcast, and on today's episode, I will be discussing the Jaguar XKSS, both the 1957 and the more recent 2016 versions. I am your host, Mac Moore, the founder of Motocar Marketplace, and let's just get right into it. Uh, as I'm sure a lot of you have seen on the most recent episode of the Grand Tour, uh, the Jaguar XKSS was highlighted, and it's a very interesting car being built both in 1957 and 2016. On the Grand Tour episode was the 2016 version, which is essentially the same exact vehicle as the one that was built in 1957. It, uh, in fact, actually had was used built with the same materials and same techniques as they did back then, and I'll explain why here in a moment. But before we get into that, let's uh, start off as we always have with the specifications of the Jaguar XKSS. Now, it was originally based off of the Jaguar D-Type, which was Jaguar's race car in the 1950s. It's the Le Mans winning car, uh, just a, a true legend in the world of automotive racing and especially in the world of Jaguar themselves. It was the XKSS is powered by a 3.4 liter straight six, had 250 horsepower, and went zero to 60 in a rather astonishing 5.2 seconds with a top speed of 150 miles an hour, which are two uh, pretty much average figures today. However, back in 1957, that is an incredibly quick car, uh, which really just blew off, um, uh, blew away everything else that was. For sale at that time. Now, to understand the Jaguar XKSS, you're going to have to understand its history. And the Jaguar XKSS has an interesting but rather unfortunate history. In 1957, Jaguar decided to withdraw from automotive competition, or racing at least, leaving them with quite a few of the Jaguar D types left over in various stages of disrepair or completion. Rather than uh, deciding to scrap them, though, Jaguar decided it would be best to build out the remaining 25 into street-legal sports cars that could be sold uh, pretty much across the world, and especially in the U.S., making only minor changes that included adding a passenger door, a rear bumper, and actually removing the iconic large single fin that sits behind the driver in a D-Type, as well as, of a few, as well as a few other modifications, the Jaguar XKSS was born. Um, so basically just a, a slightly modified D-Type. Jaguar did try to uh, uh, remain intact as much of the integrity as the D-Type as possible when making the XKSS so it could feel as much of as about as much of a race car as you could possibly have back in 1957. Majority of the XKSSs were sold in the United States, including one to a very legendary customer being Steve McQueen, also known as the King of Cool. Unfortunately, however, in 1957, on February 12, 1957 to be exact, actually, a fire broke out at the Jaguar factory and destroyed nine of the 25 cars. Since then, the Jaguar XKSS has been really much just a thing of the past and enjoyed in museums and very rarely sold at auction by private owners with values estimated to be as much as over $15 million. That all changed in 2016, though, as Jaguar themselves, or Jaguar Classic, announced that they would finally produce those final nine cars that were once destroyed, thankfully, in exact specification, using the same techniques and materials that were used when the XKSS was first built in 1957. 
The asking price for these vehicles, though, was a lot, as you can imagine. Each of the nine owners had to put down a deposit of one million pounds, uh, being British pounds, of course. Now, is it worth that much? In my opinion, it absolutely is. It was driven by Richard Hammond during the most recent episode of the Grand Tour, as I said before, and he absolutely loved the car, given when he was driving it under the right circumstances. Uh, in the most recent episode, there is a couple scenes where he's driving it up a mountain um, in fog and some light rain, and it's freezing cold outside, and that would be a, a, a terrible uh, circumstance to drive the XKSS in, given that it is a convertible. However, how much is this XKSS really worth on the open market? Well, that is a big uh, question that is up for debate, really. And before I dive into that discussion, let's take a look at the Haggerty value guides for the original XKSS so that you may get an understanding of how much this vehicle is actually worth. Now, Haggerty says that an average value of an XKSS is 10.7 million, a good one is worth 12.8 million, and a Concorde level XKSS is worth 16 million. Now, it's I'm under the impression that all of these XKSSs are Concours level cars because there's only 16 of the original ones and then the nine replica ones. But again, those were values just for the uh, original 1957 model. And I'm sure that, um, you know, give like with most cars, if it was owned by a celebrity, so say the Steve McQueen car that's actually at the Peterson Automotive Museum in California, I'm sure that one is worth a lot more than, say, someone else's XKSS. But again, let's, that's not what this discussion is for. So the last one to go for an auction had an estimate value uh, by Gooding & Company during the Amelia Island auctions in 2017. And they estimated that it would go between 13 and 16 million. However, it did not sell. And I actually don't know what the number that the final bid was on, which is unfortunate. I wish I could uh, find that out. And I probably can. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. I'll pause this to see if I can find out what the final bid was for that because most of their auctions are actually still on YouTube so give me one moment here luckily I did find an article about it actually and the 57 Jaguar XKSS uh, 716 that was up for auction at Goody & Company uh, at uh, Amelia Island in 2017 had a high bid of 11.9 million however this car did not have its original engine which probably factored into why it didn't have the high bid that the seller had wanted so uh, at 11.9 million uh, it did not sell but that was the high bid for it uh, which is certainly a, a very good number for that I'm rather surprised it didn't sell but again there's probably a greedy owner out there and there's no telling what he had spent on the vehicle uh, or why it didn't have its original engine maybe it was the one that Jaguar had bought back and had to split in half so they could understand how they built this car back in 1957 because uh, when the fire did burn down uh, those nine those nine vehicles that were destroyed it also destroyed some of the working documents and so Jaguar had to actually get an original engine and cut it in half to understand how to build this car again uh, but anyway, with all that being said, now, how much would one of the 2016 examples of this quote-unquote classic XKSS be worth? And I find that rather funny. to call it 2016 car classic, but that's truly what this is. Now, it is my guess that on the open market and an arbitrage situation that one of these would fetch far more than the £1 million pounds, uh, that w one of the lucky nine owners had to spend to get one. Now, much like what we saw happen with the Porsche 911R when it 
came out back in 2016 where owners were selling them and making upwards of four times what they spent. I'm sure this XKSS would go for far above the sticker price. Now, just what that number is, though, is anyone's guess. And regardless of this fact, it is a proper and true XKSS through and through. So, regardless of that, though, I still don't think it would fetch as much as an original XKSS because there, there comes a certain provenance and character with a car that is old. And the simple fact of the matter is that the 2016 XKSSs don't have that. They are, however, a very... Um, a fantastic classic car and certainly a classic automotive junkies wet dream uh, so if I had to give an exact price tag today if one of the 2016 XKSS's were going to be put up for auction or to be sold it would be my guess that it would sell for anywhere between five to six million maybe upwards of eight million uh, I don't see it going for much more than that just because it's a 2016 car uh, so five to six million would be my guess today on the open market, but maybe upwards of eight million uh, today. Now, I would also expect for that value to continue to rise as long as Jaguar doesn't make any more of these XKSSs in the future, and they just kept it to those nine examples, no more than that. And this is something that uh, they also discussed on the Grand Tour episode the other day, is that maybe more automotive manufacturers will begin making... Uh, modern versions of their classic cars, but still true to the, the way that those uh, classic cars were made back then. So if BMW were to remake the BMW 2002 Turbo today, or maybe the 507 or something like that, or the original 328, I think those would still sell very well today, and BMW could charge certainly a premium for them, but I just hope that automotive manufacturers don't uh, um, um, overproduce that number so that it sort of waters down the collectability of these cars and with all that being said I will conclude today's episode it's a rather short episode today but I do hope that uh, you all enjoyed it now please go check out the Motorcar Marketplace website for our Scottsdale auction recap as it's a very good in-depth look uh, sort of the five things that I learned from watching the uh, Scottsdale auctions and sort of what to keep your eye on uh, for the market. And speaking of keeping your eye out, uh, keep an eye out for the preview to the RM Sotheby's auction that will be held in Paris soon. I believe it's being held on February 7th. Uh, let me try and check the date. Yeah, it's on February 7th. Uh, so I'll have to upload a, uh, a preview here pretty soon. There's a couple very interesting cars going on going up for sale in this Paris auction, including a Bugatti EB110 Supersport prototype, so you'll definitely have to keep an eye out for those. I talk about that in the Scottsdale auction recap. And also, if you are in the market to sell your collector car, then please go and check out the service that Motorcar Marketplace provides. Motorcar Marketplace will help you sell your car in an, efficient, in an efficient manner that ensures you retain more money in your pocket and not... Uh, wasting your time trying to get your vehicle sold or maybe perhaps you leave money on the table because you're just not selling it in the right way that's what motor car marketplace specializes in now in my experience over 90 percent of vehicle sales that i've helped handle were done online uh, completely without the owner ever seeing the vehicle so it's something that uh, i personally specialize in 
and would love to help owners sell their collector car in that fashion. Thank you so much for listening. Go like our Facebook and Instagram pages at Motor Car Marketplace. And if you'd like to, you can follow me myself. I am Mac Moore and can be found at Law Mac Moore on all forms of social media, uh, except on Twitter. On Twitter, I'll be known as at Motor Car Mac, just to uh, avoid having a personal Twitter and a uh, car-focused Twitter. But with all that being said, until next time, I'll see you on the road. Thank you. Goodbye.